Welcome back to the Dad Chronicle. I'm your host, I'm Alex Albisu. This is episode 38. And as always, you can go back and listen to other stories of fatherhood by visiting thedadchronicle.com. Be sure to uh, like our Facebook page too. That that helps us uh, stay in touch with you guys and leave us a five-star rating on iTunes and make sure that you subscribe to never miss an episode. Today, we have a returning guest. You are now taking on the mantle of most returns on this show. This is Jamie Sweetland. Woohoo! Hi. There he is. He's back. Uh, Jamie, do you want to do a quick reminder of who you are uh, for any folks who may be listening for the first time? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm Jamie Sweetland. Uh, I have a wife, Melissa. She's wonderful and patient. And we have two daughters. Well, she is. She's very patient. I'm a lot, like, to, I, I'm a lot to put up with. And she's she's absolutely wonderful. She's my best friend in the world. Um, and then we have two daughters, Eleanor and Avery, and they are currently seven and four. Avery's about to turn five. And they're upstairs uh, playing with, with Aria, my daughter, and we got both wives upstairs uh, watching them. So and we're down here in, in my little studio uh, recording a little podcast here. They are egging the dogs on. I can hear them going uh, back and forth. Oh, yeah. So if you hear a ton of running back and forth, that's just them going nuts upstairs. So people who listen to the show probably have kids, so they probably understand, and that's just normal. Well, I, as someone noise. with kids, I, I just completely tune out background uh, noise. I've listened to podcasts where there is background noise, and I almost didn't even notice it until they were like, oh, sorry for the background yeah, noise. Like, me too. There, there was noise? <laughs> I, know, I know. I didn't even notice. So uh, uh, let's uh, l- let's talk about today's topic. We uh, w- we both have a love for Disney. Um, That's putting it mildly. Uh, so <laughs> you a little bit later in life. Me, yes. um, I've always had a love for Disney because I grew up going to Disney World, Disneyland, some kind of Disney something every year. Um, I was blessed and fortunate enough to have a family with the means to do that. Uh, Deanna didn't really get it until a little bit later in life. Um, even now to this day, she, does, she still doesn't appreciate it as much. That's excuse me. That's probably uh, gonna change a little. We're, we're by the way, we're, we're drinking a little bit of a Jamie's home brewed beer, which is very good. I'm thank drinking you, this, thank uh, you. this mango. What's it called? Uh, you're drinking one that's called "It Takes Two to Mango." That one was an experiment. I basically took some mango uh, combination juice that I really liked, and I threw some cider yeast on it yep. and made it into essentially hard mango. Uh, it's delicious. Soda, basically, it's but it's pretty tasty. Yeah. And then this one is called Pog Slammer. This is, uh, it was aimed to be a uh, pale ale. It's sort of more like a New England IPA, if you've ever had one of those. Yep. It's got uh, passion fruit, orange, and guava. I took actual whole fruits and pureed them and put them in the secondary, and it's very tropical and delicious. Love it. Love it. So, sorry for the tangent, but if you if you hear me belching, I apologize, <laughs> because I took a big sip before starting to talk, and, and here we are. So, um, you know, like we said, uh, Deanna hasn't really uh, grown up with Disney like I have, but she's starting to appreciate it a lot more now that we have a young daughter. Now, uh, Jamie, with two young girls, mm-hmm. um, started to kind of come into this whole world of, of Disney, if you will, um, and what has this been like for you? Well, so I didn't go to Disney as a kid. I'm kind of jealous of people that got to go to Disney as a kid because yeah. I didn't. Um, it's not anything like that we, I mean, we didn't really have a lot of money when I was growing up, but also my mom is not an extrovert. She doesn't like theme parks. It's not something she would have volunteered to go to. Hey, guys, what are you doing? Oh, we're in the middle of recording. What's up? That is right. <laughs> okay. Are we still recording? We are. Okay, good. 
Sorry for that interruption. That was that was my <laughs> my kids came down here and were asking me what I was doing, which <laughs> makes for a cute story, but not a great podcast. So, um, so yeah, no, I I didn't go to Disney until I was in high school. Actually, it was when I was in choir and we had a competition for high in high school my senior year that was in Orlando. And so as part of the trip, we went to Disney World. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I ever went to Disney World, and I thought it was fantastic. I didn't go back again until Melissa and I were dating. And then we went together after we'd been dating for about a year on a trip together. And it was amazing. And then shortly after we had Ellie, we started thinking about it again. And then in the past few years, we have gotten on a schedule of going about three to four times a year. That's amazing. Like, Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. And I'm, I'm very fortunate and grateful that we're able to go that mm-hmm. often. Part of the reason is that we bought into the Disney Vacation Club. That makes it a lot which easier. Which makes it a lot easier to pay for the resort because it's basically already taken care of. Uh, it gives you discounts on other things like annual passes. So if we go for four or five days of park days, mm-hmm. we should have an annual pass. It's actually cheaper, which then means the next trip we go on that right. year is even cheaper because we don't have to pay for park tickets. Yeah. So the whole thing kind of stacks together to make it possible for us to visit as much as we do it to- yeah it totally does and, and it becomes i don't want us to be like a way of life and, and by the way before we before we really continue on i, I want to make it very clear we're not in we're not like advertising disney for monetary no, gains this, by is, any not means. this is not a sponsorship not a sponsorship i'm gaining nothing out of this if anything i'm actually spending more money <laughs> by by all of <laughs> these adventures yeah so because so, we um this is a, this is coming from a very genuine perspective on what disney does for for parents and for yes. for kids and sort of the whole experience. There. So we, we kind of are on a, 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 a rough system of every other trip we take the kids. And I know for some people that's kind of a, a strange idea of going to Disney World as adults with no children. But Pff, it's a completely noobs. different experience. <laughs> yeah. And you get completely different things out of it. For me personally, the thing I get out of going to Disney is just it's pure escapism. Yeah. When I'm at Disney, all I'm concerned about is what kind of adventure are we going to have today? What kind of fun are we going to have today? Yeah. I don't I don't care about whatever's concerning me at work. I don't care about whatever my stresses at home are. All I'm saying is, all right, everybody, let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go have some fun. And for the time that you're there, you get to just forget about everything. Right. Except whatever magical adventure you're on. And Disney as a company across the board tends to go out of their way to make sure that you are having a good time. Right. More so than any other company that I've ever dealt with for anything. Yeah, and it's part of the reason why I know a lot of p- companies try to emulate Disney's customer service, just yeah. because it is like the pinnacle of what you're going to experience. So, um, do, do you mind kind of talking a little bit about that? Because so I, you know, me uh, ha- having gone dozens and dozens of times, like I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. You're you're sort of newer to this experience. Yeah, what has the the customer experience been like to make it special for you and your kids? Well, let's let's put it this way. I can I can kind of explain that by telling you what happened on this trip that we just went on. Sure. So uh, we just went on a trip to Disney World for our 10-year wedding anniversary. We Congratulations. Act- Thank you. We were actually in Magic Kingdom on our actual anniversary, cool, which was man. pretty amazing. That we got cool. the picture in front of the castle when they were doing the fireworks for the midday show. They're like going off while we're kissing in the picture. Perfect. Wonderful. Couldn't Love have it. asked for more. Um, but there, were, as, as with any kind of travel, there's going to be issues. The difference is how they handle the issues. Uh-huh. So... We were supposed to be staying at the Grand Floridian, which is one of the nicer resorts on the monorail. We kind of went all out because it's an anniversary. We're staying at the resorts that was Melissa's bucket list resorts. So we were the Grand Floridian and the Beach Club. At the Grand Floridian, they called us the day we checked in to tell us, hey, 
there was a mechanical issue with your room. We're gonna have to move you. Unless what, it's like what kind of mechanical. Like I have no idea. I'm getting maybe issue? air conditioning. Okay, I was the about to say like, like, like immediately when they say that and you're in Disney, I'm like, what sort of animatronic is in your room? <laughs> right? <laughs> well, what, what's supposed to be popping out of the yeah. wall in the middle of the night? All of a sudden, like the country bear jamboree <laughs> pops up and they're like, bow, 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 I, I actually would probably enjoy that, but that's, that's a side <laughs> note. Um, so they said they were going to have to move us and we were staying in the DVC rooms. So... Which, for anybody who doesn't know, the the Disney Vacation Club rooms are different from the regular rooms. Right. Instead of sleeping four, they tend to sleep five. They have different finishes. They're generally bigger. They have a little kitchenette. So for people who are bought into the Disney Vacation Club, they give you those little bit of extras to kind of make it worth it. Right. Um, so th- the problem was they bumped us from our DVC room to a regular room. And they billed it as an upgrade because it had slightly more square footage. But the finishes were completely different. It looked nothing like the original room. It didn't have all the stuff that our kids were excited about for that room because mm-hmm. Avery's favorite ride is Dumbo. And the room was supposed to have a Dumbo pop-down bed that had like a Dumbo graphic in it. Well, they don't have that bed in the regular oh, room. So now she's crushed because she doesn't get to sleep in her special Dumbo bed that she's been looking forward to yeah. and all these other things. Long story short, I had to go down and talk to, to management for a while. Melissa came down and got very emotional because it was our anniversary trip. She wanted us to have a nice romantic, you know, problem-free weekend at this resort, and it wasn't happening. Um, So after much talking back and forth and figuring out, essentially what they did was they moved us to another resort, but bumped us up from a studio to a one-bedroom. So now we had even more space. We had our own separate bedroom. They even went so far as to say... We're going to refund your points that you spent for this. They gave us all the points back, which we weren't expecting. Then they said, we're also going to give you a $250 credit on your account as an apology because this shouldn't have happened to you. It's your anniversary. We're sorry. So by the time we got done staying in this and we were ready to move to the beach club for the other part of our stay, we had spent nothing on the room. They gave us credit and we wound up getting $100 back. Because we didn't even spend all the credit because we had yeah. the dining plan. So we were buying souvenirs and snacks and coffee. Yeah. We still didn't use it all. Oh, my gosh. So then we get to the beach club, which was kind of like our main event of like we were going to be there five days. It was going to be wonderful. The sand bottom pool. We've been looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. And I had requested us to have a room anywhere close to the pool. I don't care which. Just keep us on the side of the building with the pool. Sure. They put us in a room as far from the pool as you could possibly get. So Melissa goes and talks to them, and she wasn't even she wasn't like asking for anything out of the ordinary. She just said, "Hey, we had, is there any room available closer to the pool? It's our mm-hmm. anniversary. We just don't want to be all the way on the other end. That's yeah, all. Yeah, just sure. anything closer." Yeah. So she says, "Give me one second. She goes and talks to her manager, comes back out and says, "Would you like to stay at club level?" Oh. And we said, uh, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you don't know what club level is, club level is. The nicest thing I've yeah. ever stayed at in my entire life. Yeah. It's ridiculous. We, we've there, done that a couple times. There's a concierge that will get you anything yeah. at any time. There's a lounge there that and we, we almost didn't need the dining plan at that point. No. They give you like a full buffet breakfast. There's yep. a lunch. There's snacks. There's free beer, wine, cocktails, soda, anything it's you speci- want like that's all day, v- it's every like VIP day. treatment. It it's, is amazing. Yeah. I never would have been able to stay there because it is so expensive to stay there if you pay cash. <laughs> yes. Like like way like double what we yeah. would have been paying otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. But as a I guess they were doing it just as a like, hey, it's your anniversary. Thanks for spending yeah. it here. 
but that's the kind of stuff that Disney does. And it's not like you should expect to get upgraded every time you go, but if something goes wrong, they will make sure that they make it right yeah. to your satisfaction. And that's the thing, right? Like, you don't certainly... Any decent human being wouldn't take advantage of that. Um, and it's it's important to keep that in mind. I think that the caveat of, like, don't expect to get upgraded every time is is very important yes. because and actually to that point i have actually heard that they do keep a record of how you interact with cast members really that if you have scanned your magic band and you're rude to someone they will mark down that you are a challenge not that not like you're a bad person but just that if you are dealing with this person be prepared they will they may have a challenging attitude yeah and so if you go into it with a positive attitude saying, look, I understand that there are challenges. I'm just trying to get it fixed. Yeah. They will work with you and yep. they will make it right. And yep. they will make sure you have a great that's time. Just being, and you know what? That, that's a great way, I, I think, if we were to tie it back, especially to the to the kid piece of all this. Like, that's a great, uh, um, oh, what's the word? I'm, that That's the sort of, like, role model that you want to yes. look up to. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, ha- I have also heard that if you want to see... Like a good example, you're sending for your children. Good pay example. Thank you. God, pay attention to how you interact with like waiters. Yes. If your server comes over and you're a jerk to them, they're gonna notice. I'm not gonna say names, and but like you know, we've gone to dinner with some some people. I'm not even gonna say whether they're friends or family or whatever. And like I've noticed the way some people have like interacted, and I'm like, that is not. That does not jive with no, and me kids and, pick up on that. Yeah, they're going to emulate whatever you do. Yes, and I I know that I always go out of my way to try to be nice to people in service positions because well, I worked retail for bingo. five years, and so I know how much it sucks being on the other end of it. I empathize with them a hundred percent. Yeah, so I'm my goal in those interactions is make their life as simple as possible. Well, okay, so so try I have to, to try to be as patient as I can be with because they have got so much on their plate. Slight tangent because I, so I posted this on my Facebook page. I don't know. If you saw it, but it was like something. I'm I, bad I like, at Facebook, so it probably not. it's okay. It's okay. So, so it was a video that this guy made, and I was and I typed it. I was like, any of my friends that work retail, watch this. Like this, this totally sums it up. It's like you know he plays both parts, and he plays this this customer. He's like, oh, I bought these headphones. I don't like them. I just need to return them. And then he said, uh, and you know, now, and then he goes back to the cashier, and he's like, okay, well, I mean, uh, do, do you have the receipt? No, I don't have the receipt. And he's like, well, okay. Do you have, like, the credit card? I just need something to tie back to the system so I can give you a refund for it. Um, no, I paid cash for it. And then he's like, okay, well, I mean, like, I need one or the other in order to, like, return this. And he's like, where's your manager? <laughs> and then he gets the manager. Manager says the same thing. Where's your district manager? And then, and then, and then he gets the district manager. And, and, and the district manager's like, really? Like, what? he's like... And he said, you know, I we need something to tie back. Like, it's impossible for us to take this back into this. This is my understanding if you want to take your business elsewhere, you know, being very polite. He's like, get me the president. <laughs> he's like, but the president's really busy. Not of the company, of the United States. <laughs> and he starts going off. Yep. No, that sounds familiar. Oh, yeah, that's familiar. I, I've had somebody call corporate on me because I would not honor a three-year-old coupon. And I'm not exaggerating. Uh, it was a three-year-old expired coupon, and they literally called corporate with my name standing outside just, of the store making non-blinking eye contact with me, yelling at them about how terrible I was for following people, the rules. Yeah, stop, stop, so there's no accounting for some people. Yeah, it's just bad. It's just bad. Anyway. Don't be those people. Don't be those people. So uh, how did Disney start with your girls? 
Like, was it Frozen or or what? Uh, for for Ellie, I think she had a chance to see some of the movies beforehand. Um, they both got really into Frozen for a while. Ellie's sort of aged out of Frozen a little bit, okay. which is kind of a weird feeling. Um, they're still in on Moana, which I'm happy with. Oh, because uh, Moana's great. It's a we brilliant watch it movie. Maybe once or twice a day. It's... I, I love it. Yeah. Um, but so for her, movies was definitely the gateway in. And for both of them, they still love Disney movies. And are that's pretty much all we watch in the car on repeat is mm-hmm. whatever DVD they've picked out of the sleeve of pretty much all Disney movies that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been trying to indoctrinate them onto the older movies and get them up to the stuff that I watched when I was a kid. Like what? Uh, well, I loved Robin Hood. Oh, that was too. like my big thing. Yeah. And they've so they've watched that and only maybe once, but they like 101 Dalmatians. Um, Avery in particular loves Alice in Wonderland. Um, they like Peter Pan, like the classics. Great. Um, Avery kind of was starting to understand what was going on in the time frame when we were starting to take them to the parks. Okay. So whereas Ellie kind of had the gateway in through the movies and then started experiencing the park as kind of part of it put together. Avery kind of grew up with all of it all at once. Because mm-hmm. the first time we took Avery to Disney was at, she was like 18 months old. And she That's was on right. a Disney cruise she when that. she was under two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, she's kind of grown up with just like, oh, you know, these are the characters from the movie and I can go meet them. Like, that's just, like, a normal thing for her. Like, yeah, you know what? I think I want to see Alice this time. Let's go see Alice. And it's just, like, it, it seems normal to her, which, on the one hand, I'm like, oh, maybe we're spoiling them a little bit because they have high standards now, especially, like, when it comes to, like, hotel rooms. We stay in a, a <laughs> If we stay in a hotel room without a kitchenette, they're like, where's the sink? And I'm like, and I'm like you, you mean I have to go to the bathroom for a sink? Uh, right. And I'm like, do you not understand that when I was a kid, we stayed in, like, the Ramada? I yeah. went to a Motel 6 when I was a kid. Yeah. You, you would not like... You have to ask for the sheets right. to the bed. Yeah, yeah. It's the, that kind of a yeah. place. And and they're like upset because our like $400 a night hotel doesn't have a kitchen in it. I'm like, check yourself. Yeah, for real. But I mean, that's... I, I, feel, I feel fortunate that we've been able to give them these experiences of being able to, you know, go meet their favorite princesses, meet their favorite characters, like have that kind of like immersive experience with the things they love. So, uh, you know, I think back to Moana, and I might have mentioned it on the show before. Um, Our our favorite thing in this house is Moana. And Aria is especially funny about Moana, where where she loves to dance to it. Her her, her dancing is just just a sway. Just a sway. (laughs) She sometimes puts her hands, you know, out a little bit. Nice little hula. Yeah, like she likes to like hula. And so um, to the point where any, any song will uh will come on and and she'll stop we'll just have it on in the background and she'll stop whatever she's doing and just drop everything and just start dancing (laughs) and so it's also gotten to the point where if she runs away or something and and we're like oh we need her to come back and she's not listening all of a sudden i'll go moana make way make way (laughs) and then and she just stops and she just starts dancing it's like a good way like if you're if you play video games and you need to like stun the enemy like that's how I stun my enemy. That's how I stun my daughter. Is I make her start dancing to Moana. But by, by the way, the the entire rest of that song just finished in my head. You're welcome. <laughs> you know exactly what that is. There you go. Uh, my mom met the uh, the uh, God. He he played uh, George Washington in in Hamilton. And he sang that song. You know what I'm I talking about? I did not about? know that was the same guy. The same guy. Yeah, yeah. We just saw Hamilton a couple nights ago. Oh, how did how did you like? Oh, I still God, haven't it seen was, it. It was I so good. Yeah, it was so good. I heard it's amazing. Uh, I've I've seen a number of shows in my life, and I think this might have been the greatest show I've ever seen. That's what everybody. I put says. it right above Les Misérables. 
Really? Yeah. Wow. It's okay. really, really good. Jeez. Um, my mom met him, though, at a, at a Nats thing. So anyway, so uh, yeah, Moana is, is a big deal. I'm looking. Th- now, did they have Moana there for them to meet? So we got to meet Moana because she came out for a limited time during the Halloween party when we were there during the oh, Halloween okay. party. Um, Avery was actually dressed as Moana. Oh, boy. And met Moana just outside of the Jungle Cruise in Adventureland. And I think that's the only time I've ever actually seen Moana there. They used to do a meet and greet with her at Hollywood Studios, and then they moved it over to Magic Kingdom. They're setting up a a spot that she's going to be in, apparently. Oh, okay, cool. But it's not set up yet, so it's kind of a one-off if she shows up. I need need that to happen. We need to make that happen. I want to see what happens when my daughter goes to (laughs) meet her and just be like, oh my god, it's real. Because well, I, I remember those moments as a kid. I'd be like, oh my, wait, so you mean you're, you're that that person in that cartoon I saw with the, like you survived all that? And it's, like, it's so funny that, to watch them meet them. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. It, At least both of mine, they, they're like the whole way in, they're like, I'm going to meet her, I'm going to get her autograph, I'm going to talk about this, maybe I'll do the dance, maybe I'll sing. And then they get there and they just go, yeah, they just stop. And they freeze up, they completely <laughs> lock up. And you can see them just looking at them with these like saucer plate eyes, just like, Oh my God, it's her! Yeah, yeah. Oh God, and, they're, they're, <laughs> and they, they don't, don't know do, what to do. They don't do any of the things that they talked about. No, the the, the person has to guide them over yeah. to talk to them, and then they talk to them, and they like barely answer because they're just like so awestruck. And yeah. then as soon as it's over, and we walk out the door, oh, did you see me? I was up there, and I did this, and I did that. And, like yeah. the spell is broken the it's moment adorable. they walk away. It's it's, it's something. Hey, and I I remember that vividly because you know, like I, I was saying, I was a kid growing up, going there. Um, the jadedness starts to shift a bit <laughs> you know like i mean you hit middle school high school and yeah th- you're you're realizing oh that's not the same guy that that was in that aladdin costume teenagers like, are gonna teenage yeah they're gonna teenage I, I was a little i was a little wiener about it all um <laughs> i think we were all kind of wieners when we were like 17 yeah oh yeah i look back at myself and i'm like oh you were kind of a you were kind of a douche weren't you? <laughs> but i grew out of it but it was uh, it was fun while it lasted, and I think that the very interesting part of it, um, and, and this is another thing that I wanted to bring up with you, is the uh, the, the shift in perspective. You know, now now um, uh, you're well for for you, you didn't go there as a kid. It's a little bit of sure. a different perspective, but I, I think you could imagine a little bit of of what that's like, and and almost anticipate like fast forward twenty years, right? Like what's going to happen when Ellie has a kid and you see the, the the flip in the role all of a sudden she's in your role now right her kid she's trying to make a, a special well, so i think it's interesting that like i having not been there as a kid i i never was completely immersed into like thinking everything was real yeah um i always kind of went into it with that kind of you know fourth wall being broken but at the same time like as an adult i've now gotten i I think I, I mentioned this briefly to you earlier. My 30s are way better than 20s. Yeah. Put that out there. Welcome to your 30s, by the way. Thank you. Um, so, By the way, for, for folks listening, my, my birthday is July 15th. I turned 30, so I'm on this brand new leg of, of existence. Welcome. Welcome. It's, it's great. This is, it's, it's, so far, at least, this is the best decade. That, I, dude, so, I, that's exactly what I hear from everybody. The, so. the biggest thing is that... I don't know what it is about being in your 30s, but you suddenly seem to lose all kind of like concern about what people think of you. And you just kind of go, yeah, no, you know what? This is who I am and I don't care. You can deal with it. Yeah. I, so I, you become much more self-assured. Yeah. I, I've actually, that's, it's funny that you say that. And this is going down a tangent, sure. But we, um, 
that that's something that I've realized more and more about myself. I used to really be concerned about what people thought about me. Um, over the past two years, I would say I have really matured. Maybe to some detriment in some cases, <laughs> to, to where it's like you really give no crap. Um, but um, I think all in all, it's been a benefit. Yeah, I, I think it's it's a step forward. For sure. Oh, it and, is. And for you have to you have to not care. For for being at Disney, the thing that it's done for me is it, it means that when I go to Disney and I see like the thing that they're attempting to create and the thing mm. they're attempting to immerse you in, I now just willingly give myself into it. I'm like, okay, yep, sure, I'm in. This is yeah. real. Yeah. You have to like and you have to have fun of with belief. It. Yeah. yeah. So I just let myself fall into it. And the kids are still like immersed in it, although Ellie being Ellie, she can't really let it go. She's got way too analytical of a mind, she's, and she's, she's that. Yeah, she's older than she is. Yep. So, like, what was it? Yeah. We were in on the haunted mansion, and you've been on the haunted mansion, I'm sure, a oh, bunch yeah, of times. Yeah, yeah. You know, the first room you go in, it's like a big octagonal room, and then it stretches. Yep. And it looks like the floor is coming down, or the ceiling is coming. You can't really tell, but the walls are getting taller. Yep. We got out of that room and walked into the next room, and Ellie proceeded to go, Psst, "Daddy." I know how they did that. And I said, what are you talking about? And then she leaned, I leaned down, and she's talking into my ear, and she literally described how the mechanics of that room work, how they trick you, and how it tricks your brain, and how it she's, makes you think it. She nailed else. it. That's amazing. And she nailed every single bit of it. She reverse engineered the whole thing. Yeah. And I was like, okay. like, yeah. and she, But then she kept trying to do that on all the rides. She's like, that works like this, and that's doing it. I'm like, yep. Ellie, let it be. Let yeah, the magic you, you, just, yeah. just go with it. So, sometimes you have to let the magician do their trick and, exactly. just, and just accept it. And then Avery said something like, well, I met this person, and Ellie goes, mm, I think that's someone in a costume, Avery. Oh, no. <laughs> and Avery and Avery's like, you don't know what you're talking about. And Ellie's like, you. don't I, though? And I'm like, Ellie, come here. Like, <laughs> don't ruin this for her. But like that's that's just how she is. So yeah. I think she's gonna pop out of that sooner. She's yeah. probably already halfway out, where she's just yeah. like, yeah, you know, I know what it is. But she's becoming more token. self-aware, and yeah, uh, you know, that that's a that's an important part of growing up and and, and realizing the world around you and, and not being jaded. Yes. I think that's that's something that's tough for some people to kind of get out of the never want to grow up mm-hmm. sort of mentality. I think that there that some of that is healthy because you want a kid to be a kid. Sure. But but at the same time, it's like. Uh, enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah, because Lord knows that's gonna like reality hits you real freaking fast. Well, the other two things with that is one, I hope that she moves from where she is now into where I feel like Melissa and I are, which is yes, we know that it's a show, but you can still appreciate the amount of effort and thought that goes into all oh, of the details God, of yeah. the show, like yeah. the amount of attention to detail. That goes into something like the Magic Kingdom is yeah. just absurd. And, and we've I done a that, backstage tour, and it's incredible how much goes into it. I think that what helps a lot with that, and this might be something to take back to Ellie, is like the why. Like, why does Disney take the time that they do to um, to go to that much detail to to try to make everything special? It's because they want everybody to have a, like, and they say this, and it may sound corny, but they want everybody to have a magical experience. Mm-hmm. That is, and and that's a very genuine thing that they say. That's not a like a like a a corny tagline. Like that is genuine. No, that that's, statement is genuine. That's literally the raising the ultra of of Magic Kingdom. Yeah, they want it. They, magic and happiness. Yeah, because you know, obviously, it's going to help their bottom line. But I think that what 
what what's great about Walt Disney, you know, if you think about how he kind of started this company and and uh, where the original like mission statements and stuff were for this company, it was it was all about you know bringing your childhood fantasies to life, mm-hmm. um, you know, escaping like the the escapism, right? Going back to the mindset of a child, and that that's important to do, especially as you think about how people's lives are very stressful. They're very uh, you know, escapism to some degree is, is healthy because you need to separate yourself to return to life and be uh, uh, be rejuvenated. And that's something that Disney does very well for parents yes. as they go there from that perspective. As, much as, as a kid, you're like, this is all magic and great. And that's all you have to worry about anyway in life. As much as I feel like I need a nap after a Disney trip because it's, I mean, we go open to close like every yeah, day. We, too, we go yeah. hard. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, like, emotionally and mentally I feel refreshed because I haven't had to worry about anything yeah. for days. Yeah. And it it's be. it's such a load off of like the day-to-day grind of like having to pay attention to bills and work and all the housekeeping and all the rest of that stuff. You don't have to worry about that while you're there. You just get to get away and just exist for a while. It's the best. And that's that's really as as an adult what I get out of being at Disney. And then you know, the kids are having a great time because they're with, in their favorite place with their favorite characters and everybody's having a blast. Yeah. I know I know a lot of people out there have issue with Disney for varieties of reasons that I think, you know, uh, it, it comes down to you own your opinion. I respect it, may not agree, so be it. Um, but I, I think no, no matter what it is, you know, they, they foster a positive atmosphere for people. Yes, and that that's something to embrace that I don't think a lot of people uh, think about too often when when criticizing someplace like Disney. So, yeah, folks out there, like, it, let us know um, your thoughts on on Disney. Is this something that that you guys have really embraced with your kids, or are you guys anti Disney? I would love to hear from you. Um, email the Dad Chronicle Podcast at gmail dot com. Um, Jamie, thanks for the conversation. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So uh, Jamie has been on the network, has been on NCAST Media Network. Jamie, are you going to start the reading list back up? I am actually thinking about starting to back up, yeah. Yeah, let's do it, man. I, I actually, I've really enjoyed it. Like, well, I, I appreciate it was, that. Like, I, don't, I don't go out of my way to, to read a lot. Like I, I try to to be pretty critical about like how I spend my time and like what I read if I do read because I'm not the best <laughs> when it comes to reading. But I think that your perspectives are always really fun to listen to so if you go to incastmedianetwork.com you can go back and listen to jamie's episodes of the reading list he's been on the network now for a while um thanks for sharing your perspective on disney yeah is, is there anywhere else that people can follow you if they uh, uh i'm on twitter at uh slim Indy. yep i'm on instagram as the sweetland mm-hmm. um or the sweet land depending on how you want to say it yeah, the, the sweet land the sweet land um yeah that's pretty much it all right. I'm bad at Facebook, so that's not a good place that's to find That's not the best place to do it. <laughs> oh, and, and speaking of Facebook, I'll just mention this. Um, it, it's it's exciting. So uh, I started doing video game streams on Facebook, and um, I've now gotten to the point where I'm on the Level Up program, which means that people can actually monetarily donate to the stream to right support it, which is really cool because um, uh, while I certainly don't do it for the money, the, the money does help to go towards like projects like this. 
and uh, and and whatever maintenance costs are associated, which are you know out of my pocket. So if you guys would like to support and like watching video games, head over to facebook.com slash cross 715. Um, I've mentioned that a couple of times on joystick and mouse, which is the other show um, that I recently started. Um, all that rolling around upstairs must mean that the, uh, that the girls are, are playing and, and we'll go up there and, and hang out with them for a little bit. So that is the end of today's show. You can visit, uh, the dad chronicle.com. Uh, again, our email address is the dad chronicle podcast at gmail.com guest today is jamie sweetland um you guys have a wonderful day thanks very much for having me see ya if you like this show check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com